This is a Rooster Teeth production. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Rooster Teeth Podcast. I'm Gus, and you're not. I'm Barbara, and you might be. And I'm Joe, and you probably are, too. And I'm Andrew, and I is. <laughs> and I'm Gus. <laughs> uh, well, you are. Yeah. Oh, like from the internet. Wow. But in real life. Gustavo. <laughs> hey, that's me. I, uh, I want to start this off. I saw something over the weekend that I can't decide if it's genius or serial killer level stuff. Oh, is this what you told us earlier? <laughs> yeah. Um, the, the finest line. Which I just want to point out before Gus tells the story. He's saying serial killer level stuff. So like your expectations are probably at a certain level for what you're expecting. Right? I'm expecting something so Machiavellian, so diabolical that it could either be the smartest thing ever or it's something someone would do who would also keep you in a basement. It, yeah. So my, uh, <laughs> I, I, my neighbor washed his car. Uh-huh. Typical thing you do. Uh, <laughs> and I, I was, so I was sitting in my house and I heard a leaf blower. I was like, huh, neighbor doesn't have any leaves in his lawn. What's he doing? So I like looked out in the window and he was drying his car with the leaf blower. Is that genius? Or is that, I mean, I, I would, maybe everyone does that. Okay. Everyone's <laughs> had an idea to do that. It's, it's this, it sounds like some real life hacker bullshit, but. Great idea. As long as it's not a gas powered. It was leaf, an electric leaf blower. Then I'm fine with it. Yeah, I mean, like, I guess that's technically what car washes do, right? They right. Just, I guess. Yeah, they dry your car with like four <laughs> giant leaf blowers. But I was yeah, like, yeah. this feels wrong. <laughs> like on some level, it was like, ooh, well, I, I don't mean, know if I should be watching this. Especially because, like, what for, right? Like, it's not like your car. Does it look any better if you dry well, it versus you, letting it air dry? Maybe you won't get the droplets. You get like the, the little water yeah. spots. Yeah. Uh, normally, I just drive my car around after I wash it. Right. And it's like, let I just like, do, do a thing. couple blocks and like let it dry off that way. Man, I haven't washed my car in God knows how long. <laughs> I don't even know. It used to be stark white. Now it is a muddy brown. Now it's gray. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess it rains so often here that I feel like you don't need it. Yeah, we don't get like slush here. Yeah. You know? yeah like, in Colorado, when you get, drive through the snow, it, it would look bad. Well, yeah. you're, bad after the snow. After it rains, you get like that. Dirty water on the mm -hmm. sides of your car, uh, like those, those spots everywhere. Yeah, that's, that's, but nothing like slush or anything. Yeah. But again, like while that is weird and something not typical, I don't think it's like serial killer level activity. <laughs> I was like, ooh, this, <laughs> seems, now, this seems wrong. If you took four leaf blowers, duct tape them all together, and then did them all at the same yeah. time, that's some serial that's, killer that's, shit. Yeah. No, that's some smart shit. Also, <laughs> if he was doing it at night, real serial killer stuff. Hello, Gus. Uh, yeah. Using like a UV light while he drives it. He's like looking, it's like, oh, no spots there. Yeah. It, I'll admit, this car looked great afterwards. I was like, oh, that, that actually worked. That it's looks good. something it looks really good. I don't know what kind of neighborhood you guys live in, but I often hear like a lot of kids playing and screaming and laughing as they're playing. But sometimes, I don't know, I don't remember being a kid and screaming as much as I hear kids screaming nowadays they're, when they're playing. I am, I am convinced kids learned a new game called I'm Being Murdered. And it is a game where, the, I mean, it is insane how like shrill and loud there's, I mean, it is piercing screams. I literally have been like, do I need to call the police? Like, is someone actually getting murdered right now? I don't know. Or is it just a group of eight-year-old girls playing ca a catch? I don't know. I I, and I can't go near there because they'll be. What are you? What are you doing, old man? Yeah. Get the hell out of here! You know I'm uh, really terribly socially awkward. And, no. Uh, a, a, maybe a couple months ago, maybe last year, I don't remember when it was. Um, 
there was like a big outdoor get together in like for my neighborhood, like all mm-hmm. the neighbors away. And I was like, I'm just going to go walk by, say hello, whatever, leave. And I walked by and some woman introduced herself like, oh, I live at so-and-so. I was like, oh, you live like at the house kind of like behind me and like over a little bit. She's like, yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Uh, she's yeah, you know, we have a, a couple of kids like, oh, I hear them screaming every now and then. You said that? Yeah. And I was like, oh, I shouldn't have said that out loud. Yeah. But she got like this look like I insulted her. I was like, no, no. But like, I mean, I know they're playing. I, I hear oh, the sounds no. of them playing. Yeah. <laughs> Screams <laughs> of joy. Yeah. I just, I just, I just walked. I went home. I yeah. was like, it was, it was like Grandpa Simpson walking into the Mason Derrier. I was like, hello, everyone. Oh, that's it. Yep. Bye. Went <laughs> <laughs> right back out. Yeah. <laughs> what a great reference. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I feel like when we were all kids, maybe we screamed that loud and we just didn't know. I think maybe. maybe. Right? Because the world seems so, like, small to you when you're a kid. True. Like, you're in your own little bubble. Maybe you just don't pay attention. I think I think also, too, you don't learn modulation, vocal modulation, until you're, like, late teens. Because, I mean, even... Think about if you're at a, at a food court at the mall, <laughs> skateboarded there uh, to, to journeys, and... I feel like whenever I hear teens talk, they also talk with whenever I hear man this way, officer. Uh, whenever I hear t- <laughs> whenever I hear te- like teens talking, it's so loud. Like it's just they, they the spatial awareness and not knowing how to modulate voice yeah. or like that voices carry seems to be a thing that you don't learn until you're like eighteen, maybe. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know. I feel like I never had that growing up. Like I I could be loud if I was with my friends, but it was always in scenarios where it was just us like a sleepover party or something that's like contained yeah never like out in public and i don't know if i just like grew up with more social awareness or if it's because of my uh endless need to please people and not get in the way and be in sure uh, obstruction of any sort you're leaving your canadian show yeah exactly pardon me when you were when you and your friends were in a tim horton sitting in a booth you weren't like so loud that people were like grinding into their plates with their forks and knives. Like, I had friends that were yeah. like, forks and knives at Tim Hortons. Come on. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> plastic utensil. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> that snap. Yeah, of course. No, I, I had some friends that were like definitely loud. I had one friend in particular who um, hated authority in any mm. capacity. And there was one time when I was driving to the U.S. with her and she was the one driving, uh-huh. um, got to the border. And of course, like they asked questions oh, no. at the border. Um, they're just like, where are you going? And said like, going to, I think it was like Vermont or something. How long are you going to be there? And like, they asked like one or two other questions and she went like, why do you have to know? Why do you have to know all this stuff anyways? Like, why does it matter? And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) what my friend is meaning is here are our passports, sir. And uh, like, please allow us into the country. (laughs) I just like, don't get the people who want to be angry for no reason my my sweet friend here has oppositional defiance disorder <laughs> yeah. and uh will balk at any authority that comes her it doesn't it's not you it's mm. not it's just the, it's the systems man anyway we have you, no fruits or vegetables uh <laughs> please let us go yeah just lots of uh lots of pills from canada that we're smuggling into the united states <laughs> uh, <laughs> i've got just dirt cheap insulin that we're bringing in <laughs> to uh you know get get the blood sugar right yeah is that a normal thing for canadians to just like go back and forth between the u.s and like canada just think, to, just for fun. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I don't know what it is like Americans coming to the coming through to Canada, but Canadians go down to the U.S. like all the time. It's like the one of the most populous borders, um, and in terms of like how much traffic there is going through it back and forth. 
Well, I think it's also to the fact that it's like there are major cities essentially on the border of, yeah. both, of, of both countries. I think like Montreal's like two hours away from the border. I yeah. think Toronto's really close as I think, well. Isn't Toronto oh, wow. on the border? Isn't like you're in mm. Buffalo and then you're in, not Buffalo, you're in like Syracuse, like no, whatever. It's, like, it's a little bit of a drive from you Toronto. You still got to drive a it's, couple it's hours. It's not too far. Okay. But like, again, it's like a few hours you know mm -hmm. maybe like four it, it's close enough where one time i was in toronto i was like oh i've never been in niagara falls let me get in a car drive down there and it's like mm -hmm. you drove down there it's like oh it's not far at all yeah and you're there right but the it's like major cities because like toronto huge city major huge city. yeah and within being you know two hours of of the border or maybe a couple hours of the border like makes it an attraction i think for like people on both mm -hmm. sides where it's like in texas it's like mcallen Beautiful, <laughs> come to beautiful McAllen, Texas. Uh, I think it's like giant skyscrapers. The attraction would be like San Antonio, right? Yeah. San Antonio's what, like two and a half from the border? Yeah, it's about two and a half. It's two and a half from the border. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> made, made that drive many times. Dude, so. the, uh, San Antonio was the closest big city to where I grew up. It's like if we wanted anything, we had to go to San Antonio. And I grew up on the border, so it was a two and a half hour drive. I know that drive very fucking well. Yeah. It's nothing. Nothing. See? He's like, I hope my car doesn't break down because there's nobody out here for miles. <laughs> no. It's so foreign for me because, like, I never lived anywhere, like, near a border. Um, and, like, being in Texas is the closest I've ever lived to, like, a border to a different country. Yeah. So, oh, like, yeah, I'm just not true. used to people going, oh, you know, I went to Canada this weekend or, like, you know, I guess vice versa. I went to the U.S. this weekend. Go to so. Mexico. By car. It well. would be, see, two, uh, sorry, <laughs> San Antonio being two hours from the border, it would be like if Mexico City was an hour out on the other side. Yeah. It's like two major cities within, with like near the border. Yeah. But it's like Nuevo Laredo and then what's the, I mean. Piedras. That's where, that's the town I grew up in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Would, would, Joe, would you go to like any other place in the U.S., even like flying? Or did you, uh, were you pretty much a homebody sticking in? Uh, I was usually like, if we went anywhere, it was always like a road trip with my yeah. family. Um yeah. Because, like, flying is just expensive. Yeah, <laughs> and also with a big family sometimes. Yeah, with a big family, it's tough. Um, Even more expensive. Yeah, I mean, I've really only been, like, like Cali and then, like, Nevada and then Chicago and then Colorado and out here. I haven't really traveled anywhere else. I, got, I went to the East Coast, like, one time for a couple days, yeah. like, in Maryland. Beautiful, gorgeous, like, being in D.C. and stuff. Mm -hmm. But It's crazy how many places in the U.S. you could go to that feel like you're in another country. Yeah. The U.S. Mm -hmm. is so fucking massive it's huge i mean canada's huge but everywhere i mean not everywhere a lot of places feel very similar other than like vancouver which is like mountainous and beautiful lakes hilly mm -hmm. yeah i over this this past summer i road trip from here to oregon and oh did you really yeah it's what is that like a four-day drive it's a three-day drive if you're being real leisurely okay you're driving with me it's two and a half. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, like there's, there's, uh, it's a three day drive because we stopped in Albuquerque, uh, Twin Falls, and then I feel like there was one other stop. Anyway, what's really, I can, I totally understand people who got to like California, Oregon and went, I mean, it is the end of the country, but also we're just like, well, we made it to heaven, guys, because it is the most beautiful, like, in my opinion, most beautiful part of the country, but you have to go through hell yeah. to get there. Like, up through you like Utah and into like the Barrens up there, it really it's fucking tattooing. It is like desolate dunes and nothing. And like like there's part of Texas that are nothing, but this is like I, I'm just bafflingly awful for hours and hours and hours and hours. And then it opens up into the most beautiful country you've ever seen. Yeah. So it's just like, well, we've arrived. Not going anywhere else. I think about that a lot when I'm driving and like in Colorado and mm -hmm. you see a mountain and mm -hmm. you're like, man, I would have hated to have been on foot. 
like walking from the east to the west and like you like oh, in old man. time I mean, you get there and you could see the growing in the distance you're like fuck but we're you gonna love have to, texas yeah we're, walk, we're gonna walk, have to walk, walk, walk over walk. that at some point how long would a trek do you think it, it would be to go from one coast to the other on foot well, like Forrest gum did it like in 45 days yeah no but actually how how long would it take it like a normal pace like if you if you like take out like any kind of main road like yeah i'm gonna google maps new york to los angeles yeah but that's roads right you can do walking you can do walking yeah okay yeah because like there there's surely trails that are more flat right it just maybe will take along like not as direct of a path walking okay uh i i lied i did la to new york it's loading L.A. to New York, you could walk in 912 hours. 912 really? 912 divided by 24. That's Why does thir- that seem low? 30, but that's just walking. That doesn't count resting. So True. it's yeah. 38 straight days of walking, not counting any wow, stops or anything. not stopping at all. God. You could do that, Barb. 38 days straight walking. Straight. No uh, uh, and, 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 yeah, 20 <laughs> night and day. So it's just nonstop <laughs> Uh, like resting your head on the back of the person in front of you walking. Yeah. Could I yeah. do it in Heelys? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that would be harder. Only if you go, wee. Yeah, you know, the whole time. <laughs> I'll do it in 36. Watch me. That's <laughs> their day. I used to have Heelys where it was like, you would go like this, click, and then like the little heels or wheels would pop out of the heel. Well, oh, you, you had the you, click one. You do yeah. a little chimney sweep, little chimney. <laughs> I can't do it because I have no core strength, but yeah. <laughs> w- this, um, this route has a ferry. From uh, the World Financial Center to Jersey City. Oh. oh no, you gotta right. swim it. Yeah, gotta no, walk the water. No, no modern technology. <laughs> you, gotta, you, you gotta wait for the water to freeze, walk on it, and then keep going. Man, yeah. I, I think we've talked, I think you and I have talked about this before, I guess, but anytime, anytime I'm driving or on a road trip, anytime I'm in the car in, in desolate areas, I'm just, I always think about the people who were there first on horseback. Or walking, or like pioneers uh, exploring yeah. the area. Wow, like, dude, I think that's, ta- you guys think about that. I think about where the closest McDonald's is. It's <laughs> 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 so like, God, like this is just absolutely unforgiving. They mm-hmm. had to, like, man, you, you had to want well, it. You had to really want it. <laughs> it's, also, oh, yeah. it's also like, it took so long, and you know, uh, so it's 912 hours walking, right? But imagine you've got like a wagon. Like, you imagine you also have to carry all of your food, all of your water, mm-hmm. you've got like mm-hmm. kids. Every bit of your worldly possessions with you, it's going to take months, and half the people are going to die along yeah, the way. I, 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 can't, I can't remember who it is. There's a stand up comedian who had a joke about, like, it's like you'd be a whole different group of people when you got there. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like, uh, and oh man, I cannot recommend like, actually like researching the Donner Party enough because I, you just think, like, I, I knowing casually about what the Donner Party was yeah. about. You're like, oh, it's a bunch of people who decided, who got stuck in like the mountains and had to eat each other because it was like, you know, got super cold and they like ran out of thing. Mm-hmm. I I was listening to a podcast about it and did a little more research. It is unbelievably tragic. Like what what <laughs> what actually happened? Because it was everyone was telling him, hey, group of people, don't set out. Winters are going to be here in a couple of weeks. Do not go. You you have to listen to me. And the leaders were like, idiot. And it just like, oh no. And they were going, they were making progress at one point. They were making like, I, I think it was a, a, like an eighth of a mile a day. Oh my God. Because they would have to chop down trees to keep moving forward. So there would be a group of men out in front of like the wagon party, literally chopping down forests of trees to make ro- <sighs> roads 
for them to travel. And then like, by this point, they were emaciated completely like, you know, uh, ragged. And then they described like the first snowflake falling and it being like, we're like, we're not anywhere closer to getting to California. Right. We're an eighth of a mile closer. Every day. We're an eighth of a mile closer every day. Just like, so a brisk walk would yeah, have gotten you there faster if you were traveling alone. Half of a track, right? Like a quarter mile track that you normally would like walk on or like yeah. compete on. Yeah. Half of that. A day. A day. What? Because you're chopping down trees to move wagons and oxen. Oh that my far. God. Yeah. That pains me. Just awful. Just a nightmarish, nightmare scenario. Yeah, and they were nowadays like, we have nine to 12 hours because it's paved. There's roads. Mm -hmm. Like there are ways to do it. Imagine doing it. Like you say, with trees and mountains, like you see a mountain, like I don't know how the, the best way to get around that. I guess we'll just start walking and figure it out and as we go. Figure it out, yeah. You re you really are like blaze. They really were like blazing trails through the mountains, and yeah, it was like they were boiling their shoes and eating, boiling their boots, the leather in their boots, and eating it and stuff like that because oh it was just like Man. yeah, and it was like I feel like it, I'd want my shoes. Out of you'd any. think, yeah, as it was getting colder, yeah. you'd want your shoes. Maybe but... Agatha there could uh, be spared instead well, of her shoes. You're going to be eating your feet in a couple of days after that, right. so it's not not that big of a loss. They we, we've all been there. The ice storm two years ago, we, I mean, we can relate. Yeah. I, I, you weren't here yet. <laughs> you, oh, you yeah. here yet. I wasn't here during that <laughs> trying time. Did Ever? you get affected by this year's ice storm? Yeah, we lost power for like... A little over 24 hours. It wasn't anything bad, but like ever since the fire went out, though, all, all our lights have been flickering. <laughs> oh, no. Just like constantly all our lights and everywhere in the house. Actually, though? Yeah. Jeez. So I'm like kind of scared that electrical fire is going to like... You might need to... Sh you should call someone. I, yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah, too. probably where the power connects to your house, it's like messed up there. It's like mm -hmm. the, the power's probably like out of phase or something. Mm -hmm. God, that's terrifying. <laughs> Hanging that by a literal thread. <laughs> it's it's just insane that like the whole infrastructure of Texas just basically crumbled because of yeah. the cold weather. Yeah. So it, it was kind of hey, crazy though. It's apparently as you know what they say, it's those windmills. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen trees like just a bunch of trees flopped over and just covered in ice, and they're like all bent at the mm -hmm. trunk. I've never seen that before, where it's like just the hundreds and hundreds of trees like that. Well, it's not. <laughs> you got to see something on your it 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 happened. It's not a super common occurrence. It happens every several years. Okay. Uh but it's not like a super common thing. That no, that I was mean, wild. I've been living here for 11 years and I think the one in 2021 was like the first time I remember it actually being like a detrimental kind of situation. Dang. So but climate change, so who knows? Maybe every year is a year for fun snowstorms. Every year you'll get to see some weather phenomenon you've never seen in your life. Woo! Yeah. Welcome. <laughs> to the United States. <laughs> <laughs> An ice tornado. Is that how they Hell advertise yeah. to the yeah. U.S. Yeah. <laughs> to you when you cross the border? A new uh. natural disaster that you didn't think was possible in the place you were moving to. America, a natural disaster. <laughs> 250 years in the making. Yeah. <laughs> A man-made disaster. More <laughs> uh, so. Um, we're talking about Austin and all this stuff going on. And it, it just, it, it, as much as we're talking about how bad the ice storm was, don't forget RTX is this summer. So come join the heat. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, July 7th to 9th. We'll, uh, we'll all be there. Early bird pricing for tickets is available now um, through the end of the month. RTXAustin.com. I think you could also get there. RTXEvent.com. But I think hmm. both sites work. They both work. I think so. I'll be there. Be there. I'll be there. I'll be I'm really looking forward to it. And be hot and sweaty. Is it, this is your second really one. Really it, 
Yeah. Yeah. We have air conditioning in the <laughs> convention center. I love the theme that we're going with this year, too. It's a very fun theme. I don't, I, I don't think it's been spoiled yet, so I won't say oh, anything. Oh, we haven't said it? Okay. Have we? I don't know. It's one of the, I hate it's enchantment under the sea dance. <laughs> that's why I like not being told things around here sometimes. I know cuz you don't know what's been revealed yet or right, not. Cuz I don't know when I can say something, when I can't say something. It's like it's better if I just don't know, then it's not going to be an issue. Yeah. We're all like Tom Holland. Like we're not told any secrets, oh. so we can't spoil. Or what's his name? Mark Ruffalo? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bone chilling, bone chilling video. Yeah. yeah. Uh I I I love that they have to treat Tom Holland like a child. They just like <laughs> we can't just tell him anything because they'll just blurt it out, yeah. just unprompted. We he'll don't be even show the script for the movie until he's there. We <laughs> give him the lines on the day and <laughs> yeah. then just shove him out there in front of the camera. Whoa, whoa, he has whoa. no volume control. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why he's always like, because <gasps> he just learned his lines. <laughs> I'm, I'm Spider Man. <laughs> oh, he yeah. makes it so believable because he doesn't even think he is. I know. He has no idea. <laughs> he just learned that morning. Uh, um, I think he he's done, right? They're not making any more Tom Spider-Man Holland? movies with him. I mean, not I mean, like as Spider-Man. No, They're... he's done. <laughs> yeah, he's finished on his town. He's spoiled enough. Uh, no, I don't think they're doing any more Spider-Man with him. Although I have no idea. Well, I feel like there's a whole new phase of Marvel coming. Isn't yeah, there? with them like opening up the multiverse and like mm -hmm. just kind of like traveling down this this new phase. I'm sure we'll get maybe cameos. Yeah, I don't know if like a full blown feature film will happen again but like, yeah like maybe he'll be in another marvel movie with a different character's focus kind mm -hmm, of thing mm -hmm. the spider-mans have been the spider-man the spider-mans spider uh, <laughs> have been uh my favorite of the uh marvel mcu movies no way home was pretty the, fantastic the, the way mm -hmm. the way home uh trilogy yeah been my, we my were talking about this on the stream uh right before the podcast but i was talking about how wild it was back in 2002 when they announced Sam Raimi was directing a Spider-Man movie. And I was like, the guy who did Evil Dead is making a Spider-Man movie? And like, Get was, the fuck out yeah, of town. Was, oh, no, yeah. No, oh, no, it was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a good movie, too. Yeah. It just seems so wild. And now, like, they were talking about because the whole Evil Dead movie, the new Evil yeah, Dead. Yeah, we, we saw the, ev the new Evil Dead at South By. It was oh, awesome, yeah. yeah. It was awesome. It was really good. And I am not a horror movie person. Um, although, to be fair, I was watching half the movie like this. Real, <laughs> real kind of between the fingers style. Yeah, like, style watching. It was really gory. I was going to say, like, in a lot of horror movies, they do this thing where it's like something really graphic or gory is about to happen and they do like the cutaway where it's like implied mm -hmm. or it's like you see the blood splatter or whatever. Mm -hmm. No, they. Evil Dead is like, let's zoom in mm -hmm. on what's happening. Let's here. get a Ren and Stimpy style close up <laughs> yeah. of like whatever, <laughs> like viscera is being. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Polygon had a great. Uh, line up in their review about the movie. They said, uh, Evil Dead Rise is a movie for sickos by sickos. Yep. <laughs> Can't argue with results. Definitely definitely is a sicko movie, but man, it was fun. It was a it was a fun event and uh man, but what happened afterwards? What did, did happen that? after? Did you, oh yeah. Did you see that clip? So we a, a few of us had to leave early um so we didn't get to stay for the whole Q and A. And I guess like minutes after we were gone some guy in the audience stood up and was like, this movie sucks. And like flipped people off and was like, yeah. fuck you. And As like, like the directors and the uh, the actors and actresses like, were all on the, on the stage. Yeah, and talking about like, everything. And it's like, what do you want? <laughs> what are you trying to accomplish here? I, you, I don't know. I, I put it to you <laughs> that the recent spate of comedy crowd work clips online and on TikTok 
have educated audiences to be the worst people on mm. earth. That like, but it's so cringy to watch. I don't know, and who anybody who would be like, I want to be that guy. Like, un, did did they throw this Joker's ass out? No, like, he he, no, he, he was out. walking out as he said, "This movie sucks." And yeah. then they were like, he "Get like, the fuck out!" He like threw something and like got up and was walking and like turned around and like flipped them off again. I think and like, and he was like in yeah. the front. He was in the front, like like the of, balcony. Of the balcony. So like he was like. Pretty fucking close to <laughs> just, them. Just real princess. Boo! Boo! <laughs> but also, just leave. If you yeah. didn't like a movie, why are you sitting there telling the Run people who made it that they suck? He definitely was drunk. Yeah. It's like, I think, it was at the Paramount, so they had alcohol and whatnot. Hadn't learned uh, volume control yet. This will be our recurring theme. I just like, it, was, it was two teens in a trench coat. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> this movie stinks. Yeah. Boo! Ah! Yeah, but why, why would he not just leave though? You know, That's... like the movie's done, it was over. You could have just walked out and be like, "Yeah, hey, man, that movie sucked." But you just had to stick around and say something. My head canon is that um, he it, it scared him so much that he was going to have nightmares, and he was mad about it, <laughs> and so he had to be mad. <laughs> this movie sucks. I just nightmares for thirty days. Yeah. I just threw away my nightlight. I'm gonna have to buy a new one. Yeah. I was over my fear of the dark. Thanks this a lot. This movie featured women. Uh. <laughs> Amazon Prime won't have it here for two more nights. <laughs> <laughs> I hear. I, I heard. I mean, I don't know how much the truth there is to this. Um, so allegedly, I'll, I'll mark it with that. Allegedly, they like this guy. Uh, the person self-identified as working in, working in marketing. Which is just like the person who who yelled. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> fucking idiot. What? Just oh, awful. Uh, yeah, uh, it's <laughs> just idiocy. We had a great time. Yeah, yeah we had a, <laughs> a great time. That was awesome. I, I, like, save it for the blogs, buddy. Like, if you don't like, like, if you don't like a movie, leave. And if you're that pissed off about it, just shout it into the void online. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. But interrupting a show, like the d d like the stars and the directors are there. Like, hey, you make a movie, you piece of shit. Right. Like, yeah. come on. Right. Come and on now. Show it to a whole audience in a, yeah. at a live show. It's a. Uh, it's just wild to me. I can't imagine ever being in a headspace where I would want to tell someone that their thing that they made sucked to their face. Like, I don't understand that. Th like, it's one thing. If you know you're doing a podcast or you're hanging out with friends and you're talking about something like, oh, did you like the movie? No, I didn't really like it. Or like, no, I thought it kind of sucked, but whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm not going online and tweeting at the director, your movie fucking sucked, or yeah. saying it to their face somewhere. Like, it's just this level of, I don't know. I just like, I can't understand that mindset of wanting to tell someone directly that you dislike the thing that they made. But also, like, that I they care about and they put effort into. And that many, 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 many people love. <laughs> but there, and I, I would say too that there, that was like it's partly wanting to be the center of attention, but also having it be on their terms because they're like walking out. Like, yeah. uh, it's like, do you want to get up? Like, do you want to get on stage and like say that this movie sucked? Like to the directors? Like, do you want to like actually like have yeah. to be like accountable for your, uh, you know, your, your, your like look someone off? in the eyes up yeah. close? Yeah, exactly. It's like a middle ground between entitlement and just wanting to be angry at something. Right. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely something going on in that guy's life. Something, <laughs> something is taking it out on the directors. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, some I saw someone put it in chat, but it's like this main character syndrome of I think there's this idea more and more because there's so much to choose from, where there's this feeling of entitlement that people feel, where it's like everything has to be made to my liking, and mm -hmm. if I don't like it, it is bad. And it's like that mentality is just so toxic. Of like maybe it's just not 
made for you. Mm -hmm. Or maybe... Not, not everything is for you. Right. And if you didn't like it, that's okay. Mm -hmm. You don't have to insult the people who created it and spent their creative effort and time and money into this project. Yeah, I, I stand by I like know. the sentiment that social media has ruined like actual society, right? Like it, it, made, <laughs> yeah, it, it made us so much more connected in ways that we were not supposed to be. Mm -hmm. right. <laughs> so true. Well, and then it tailors uh, algorithmically things to upset you or like drive you even more like further down a rabbit hole yeah. of like unhealthy mm -hmm. thinking. Yeah, it's not like it, it doesn't give you like... Like the algorithm doesn't just spit out anything at you. It's like it's something that they know you're going to react to, you're going to engage with, mm -hmm. and it could be a good thing or it could be a bad thing. So yeah, yeah, Ugh. it's awful. I hate it. And now ChatGPT will tailor it even better. Oh, ChatGPT to the like future. make scripts and shit. Like yeah, it's gonna be our new lord and savior. Oh it's no, gonna rule us all. <laughs> I'm scared. I had it. Uh, we were on the podcast a couple weeks ago, and I had it. I was like, write an episode of the Rooster Teeth podcast. And I was like, oh, this is. Not bad. This is pretty. This pretty, is this pretty is pretty accurate. accurate. This is pretty close. Which uh, it was weird. I, I was on that one. Yeah. I remember you read it, and it was like, but it was weird because it was very. It was uncanny. It was like it was this like just off. It was like this has it fulfills all the like builders grade basic basic requirements mm -hmm. of being the RT podcast, but it had no life. It was yeah. just like, yeah, okay, sure, yeah, yeah. I could see this. I could see this. This is like. This wouldn't be entertaining, but it sure is accurate, which is like a, a weird sort of, yeah, that un, the uncanny valley of, of, of text. And if there's one thing people say about this podcast, it's never that it's accurate. We're, most, we're not known for that here. The, the most inaccurate, we're going to claim it now, the most inaccurate podcast on <laughs> going. I, that might not be accurate. Who knows? We, we, there's no one to tell. slogan. You want misinformation? Come here. Yeah. <laughs> misinformation station. All aboard. <laughs> Get your get your misinformation from people, not the algorithm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Real people. Yeah, real people. We're not bots on Twitter. Yeah. We're real. Real people, real dumb. That's <laughs> Hot singles in your area. Call 998. Oh, no. The malware is already spreading. It's already infiltrating. <laughs> it's everywhere. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, we mentioned this also a little earlier that I've been, I've been wanting to go, you know, y'all talked about going to see Evil Dead Rise, but I've been wanting to go see a movie for a couple of weeks now but with south by going on it's like i've been just trying to avoid the theaters for a while so Which i'm glad movie? i don't know i just want to go see any movie oh. I, just, I just like going you know watching a movie on the big watch, screen uh, shazam. shazam shazam came out this oh, yeah. past weekend had a low low opening weekend right i think it was like a, dis a disappointing opening they said yeah there wasn't i think it just got overshadowed or it, did. it just really didn't get a lot of marketing it feels like because I've, I've only seen like a couple trailers on it and I haven't really seen a lot of hype yeah. around Shazam 2. So. I liked the first one, but I feel like they, I don't remember when it came out. Like, it, I feel like there's been a long gap between the two of them. Very long. I think it came out, did it come out pre-pandemic? Yeah. Like 2019, 20... I'm looking. Well, 2019. I th yeah, I think the reason why maybe it has like low engagement right now too and... Um, people aren't as excited about it. It's because like they released Black Adam, which ties into the Shazam universe, mm. and then that was not too long ago either. And then like Shazam just kind of got buried. It feels like. Yeah, I I think the well, I mean, I, my experience was the opposite. I feel like I got tons. Uh, like anytime I watched a video online, it felt like Shazam coming soon. Really? Like I feel like before mm. every video I watched was a was a little Shazam stinger. It's the huh. Goddamn algorithm. I don't know. Maybe, yeah, maybe it's trying, it trying to trying to hook me. It or knows whatever. you. It's trying to make oh. you go to the movies and yell at the director. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> but yeah, I loved I loved the first Shazam. I thought it was great. Yeah. Um, really entertaining. I I don't know anything about the second one. It's like 
Like from the trailer, so it's like the the siblings, right? It's like his family. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> they, they had, they they had suits at the end of the first movie, right? If I remember yes. right. Yeah. Yeah. They did their transformation. The uh, the guy who plays the dad of the adopted family in that, I forget his name. He was in uh, The Walking Dead as well. If you're looking him up. I'm looking him up for you. <laughs> um, we went to a convention uh, a few, maybe like a year ago or so. Uh, and he was there with some other folks from Walking Dead. He is one of the nicest human beings in the world. And he uh, was like giving some of his friends like neck massages and back massages. Because apparently like he does. Yeah. Cooper Andrews. He does like he does not a professional massage therapist, but he just like likes to do it for people to like help them. Uh huh. Um and I was like, if you if you feel if you feeling like you want some extra, <laughs> is someone running a shoe buffer uh, in another room? What's that going? Uh, and so like he gave gave me a little bit of a shoulder rub in between, like during our breaks and stuff like that. And I was like, I could die right now. Like literally, <laughs> I don't. I've never had a massage therapist who actually knew how to like massage a knot out of your back, mm. and he did it in like two seconds. He cracked me in half first, and then went <laughs> like a glow stick. Yeah. Then, no, but he's a super nice guy. Super chill. That's awesome. I need to go get a massage again. Massages are so, yeah. so relaxing. And like, oh. I've only gotten like, maybe four massages total in my life. Okay. Oh, you need, you need to bump those up. I want to get, I wanna get one like You got to bump those up. Yeah. Like at least quarterly. There's a... Every time you get one, you think that. It's just like, oh, I need to do this every month. Oh, I need to do this. <laughs> I need to do this like every... So often. And it, it's kind of expensive, but man, you it it is... It it changes you. It mm -hmm. it really does. It affects well being through the roof. Yeah, if you if it's something that you could splurge on, um, a once a month massage is actually oh. pretty good for the body. <laughs> Start to say we well, got massage month, money. I mean, wait a minute. There's places that are much. there's like a place called Massage Heights that I think you could get like a membership. I think it's like one fifty a month, but you get like an hour long massage. Well, that's that. not too bad. So it's like it's not cheap, obviously, and that's like definitely a splurge and it's a a luxury. Um, but, you know, if you save some money elsewhere and save up, and maybe that's, like, something you put aside for yeah. your well-being. Well, yeah. treat. Make that's a swear it. jar. I swear. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> I, yeah, I'd take a lot out of my own bank account. Yeah. <laughs> swear jar. Yeah. I feel like uh, the, last, I, the last two times I've gotten massages, uh, I, I, I don't have, like, a person who, like, you know, some people have, like... You don't have, like, your therapist. I don't have my... Th yeah, my massage therapist. I'm just, like, what, first available, whatever. It's like I, I feel bad because I'm like I feel like putting through a workout to like have a have, just like re, really just trying to yeah. get the knots. I should out. get you in contact with Cooper Andrews. So, yeah, let's, yeah. <laughs> give me that. Give me that number because yeah, I I and like I like a real a real serious one because otherwise what happens is I fall asleep. Mm. It's it's either like it's either doing work. Or it's super relaxing. And if it goes into super relaxing, I will 100% fall asleep. Because <laughs> yeah. it's already got like the dim lights. Yeah. The and music. there's like some aromatherapy and the music's in there. And mm -hmm. like, it's already, it, it's built for, I'm face down in that little like yeah. face donut that they've then, got. Then you're paying to take a nap. Then I'm paying to take a nap. Like exactly. But it's the best nap of your life. It's true. Can I ask a question about the face pillow? Mm -hmm. Sure. For anyone who's had a massage before or like laid on one of those mm. beds that has a face pillow. I am never comfortable in that face pillow. And I don't know if it's like, you're supposed to put like it higher or lower or like where exactly your face or forehead is supposed to rest. It's, e it. it's either like giving you like mounty hat, like, like on right under chin. your lip on yeah. the chin right here, or you're like eyes are covered up. And yeah. I know what you're talking about. Like yeah. it sometimes just feels like my face is like 
hanging out the little hole. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, maybe I need to put more of my forehead on it. And like, that feels weird. Now my neck's in a weird position. Maybe uh, you cover the eyes then because you don't need to see the ground. No, my, I don't think you do. No, because they put so much pressure on the eyes. What I, I would say whatever makes your neck feel the best because mm-hmm. like that yeah. that's what needs to be I once most... Had someone like they were able to like if you have the bed and then like the neck part that they were able to adjust that way mm. and i think if they, when they put it a little lower it was better or maybe it was higher because hmm. like based off the way my spine and neck are shaped maybe <laughs> this, this, this i'm not my straight. spine looks like a key it's yeah. just like <laughs> <laughs> can you find the perfect neck position for me <laughs> oh fuck uh but yeah i think maybe that's like the key to it is just moving that headrest up or down because like I don't yeah. know. It's something about it was just uncomfortable. It's always been uncomfortable. Maybe it should for just me. be bigger. The face the hole should be a little bit bigger. It, it's, I think. I, yeah, I think it's just about where the pillow itself is. So, like, if imagine if like your neck had to go down more like this, or if your neck is kind of like at a weird angle, and you're trying to keep it in line with your spine, but your head is like too far forward or too far up. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's it's something to do with that. But I'm all I'm too I'm too shy whenever I'm at like any type of service thing. Sure, like, yeah. Could you adjust it just a little bit? Just, just tell them. I know. <laughs> yeah, you're the customer. I know. Yeah. But just, um, there's a, gosh, there's, I feel bad. There's a broken bottle on the table I'm moving <laughs> on. Could, could we maybe move? I saw the funniest fucking story ever from someone who was at a massage, uh, at a, getting a massage. I don't know why I said at a massage. Um, she said she was getting a massage and she had eaten like a huge meal just before. <laughs> okay. And oh, as no. she was getting a massage, she realized that like her, her stomach was like gurgling uh-huh. and she's like, I need, I need to fart. Like I just need to. And so she like stopped the massage therapist to be like, um, I'm just going to let you know, I need to fart really bad right now. <laughs> and the massage therapist like left the room to give her uh-huh. a moment. She farted and she said it was like the loudest, gassiest, longest tuba fart of all time. (laughs) And she said that a moment later, she just sees the door crack open. A massage therapist reached in with a can (laughs) of air spray and went... Oh, and no. then and then close the door. Oh, that's a I think, uh, story. I think uh, I think we're watching Inception in here. And then the slow retract out. Is and then like, and then came back in like a minute or two later. Oh man! But I was like, Incredible. that is so funny. That's so bad. Incredible. But like, what would you do if that was you? Yeah. Tip very well. I would probably be like, I do have to pass gas. <laughs> yeah. So I would say natural. Do, I don't want to do it function. on you when you're in here. Can you? Can we even a product, a, a, like a, a remote controlled air freshener sprayer to sell to massage therapists in this case? A That's drone? Like, right. So you leave and then you like push a button outside the room and it goes off and the person who's in there farting thinks, oh, what weirdly co- uh, good timing on that air freshener it's going off Febreze's, right now. Febreze's new product line, it's drone air fresheners <laughs> just for massage parlors. <laughs> Tactical strike on that fart. Yeah. See, the last time I went for a massage, I... My muscles must be really fucked up because when I went, the massage therapist recommended that I come back at least like every month for the next like six months of my yeah. life. Because uh, well, the massage therapist is going to want you to get more. Massages. It was very painful, and like I, I used to like massages really like hard and like like like, like Andrew a like a super like a good deep tissue. Yeah. I my body just can't handle. It's just so painful, and like I was squirming, oh, and it was yeah. just bad. And then. I guess I did a little bit what Barb does. I, they gave me like those hot stones. Yes. And they were Ooh. so fucking hot, but I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> and so, so I was like, sitting there and I was like, I was like, oh. 
it was like on my back and my face was in like the, the face pillow and I was just I was going like oh oh, oh. god oh like, just remember you're oh, paying oh. for this yeah, like, it's, like a it's like a torture scene in a spy movie they're like you're gonna tell us everything we want to know <laughs> I'm sorry I'm but sorry I'm the same way where it's like when you're getting a massage and they're asking you they're like how's the pressure and I don't think I've ever gone um it could be a little harder or a little softer or whatever I'm always like great it's great. Even though it's killing me right now. Yeah. Keep going. Because well, you know at the end, it's going to feel so good. I know. You just have to endure it for a little bit. I know. Again, yeah. I want it to feel like work was done. Like, <laughs> I, like this is, this feels, I, I want it to feel like it's corrective. Like, I'm like making up for yeah. how shabbily I sleep when and I, sit. Whenever I go now, I only get upper body massages. Because mm -hmm. I'm like, mm. listen, getting, a, getting your legs massage is nice and all. I don't need it. I need my shoulders and back and neck and like all that area I've done yeah. so heavily that I'm like, I'd rather spend the hour that I have with you on just that. Yeah. And nothing else. Concentrate. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, there's a spa that I like in town, uh, in Austin, here in town. Here in Austin. Um, Austin, Texas. That, uh, does like, there's like a package and it's amazing. It is. First you go in for a sauna, mm -hmm. get a sauna. Then when you step out, they drape a like scented cold towel on your shoulders Ooh. and the like contrast to that incredible then you go in they give you the massage get your like hour-long massage and then up for a body and then they finish it with a mint scalp massage Ooh. oh dude unreal unreal it is so good the, the whatever like mint like salve they have that they use on the scalp i like i want a bottle of it they don't sell a bottle they don't sell it by the bottle but i want it you gotta buy it by the massage you gotta buy it by the massage. i mean seriously ooh. I just, yeah. Oh, so good. That sounds amazing. It is, where you it is went, incredible. I know. That we sounds to, amazing. We need it's names. so good. I'll, 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 yeah, I'll give you I'll, I'll give you the deets after after the show. No free advertising. No. <laughs> I talk about this all the time with a lot of my like women friends, how a lot of us grew up going to sleepover and stuff where people would play with each other's hair, whether it was like braiding each other's hair, brushing each other's hair, or just like playing with it. There it that feeling is unmatched. There is nothing better than having someone play with your hair. And the fact that there's not a business where you could just buy like a 30 minute hair play, essentially, <laughs> I want that. Like if I, if I ever leave Rooster Teeth, that's what I'm doing. I'm starting a business <laughs> where you could just, just pay to get your hair played with and brushed and like scalp massaged and stuff like that. Like, dude, I would fuck with that. So good. Buy you know? one of those hell, uh, scalp massagers that like goes over your entire head. Uh, human hands unmatched though. Mm. Like those scalp massagers are nice and stuff. It's nice for like a yeah. quick little feel, but. You're making someone rich right now. They're putting together the business already. If any of you, if any of you fuckers start this, you better call me. And by that I mean, uh, yeah, I, Barbara gets her TM, TM. You get free, you get free head massage or a hair play for the rest of your life. There you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I will say, in a totally, total non-sexual way, I do like someone to pull my hair, and I just mean like a light, like the tug, just a light, yeah, just the, like the light tug of it. Yeah. Unbelievably just relaxing. Just wait till you've had someone play with it. Unmatched. Uh, yeah, unmatched. Destiny has started to braid my hair because it's getting longer. Yeah, and I'm like, mm -hmm. I, I do agree. It's very relaxing. When <laughs> yeah. I'm just chilling there, laying on the couch, playing with <laughs> and hair. someone's just sitting there playing with. I'm like, this, this is kind of nice. Me and my friends used to do this thing where it was just like we used to trade off. So mm -hmm. it's like ten minute intervals of just like, okay, now you you do me for ten minutes, and like you would sit by the foot of the couch as like you're watching TV, and they would like play with your hair. And they'd be like, okay, 10 minutes, my turn. And you would just swap. <laughs> yeah, that's what my sisters real, were, too. Real theater class hours. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Theater I feel like that was a, a staple of that period in Any my life. Any sleepover party. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Between More them. sleepovers, I guess, is what we're saying. You yeah. Know, listening to records. I wish, 
I wish it wasn't weird for adults to have sleepovers. And I don't mean in like the sexual way. No, of course. Like, like hanging out. Like I want to have a sleepover with my gal pals. Do Why it. not? I think that'd be blast. I feel well, I, I feel like that I feel like that happens as like you get a taste of that with like weddings and like you know bachelor, like bachelor parties. parties. But yeah. but but bachelorette parties it's so it's so funny. Every time I've known someone who's had a wedding, who's gotten married and had a bachelor or bachelorette party, it is so much work. It's like yeah. it is not relaxing at all. Like you go in and it's like mandatory fun, which always sucks. And it's like a ton it's a ton of work. Everyone's stressed out because it's all leading up to like a really stressful day. Mm-hmm. That's right. supposed to be the best day of your life. <laughs> so Which is also the most stressful which day. Which is also the most stressful because it's all work and it's all timing and all this stuff. So like I feel like doing like a group vacation is where you get that oh, yeah. kind of like I was actually thinking ladies to like the lake house or whatever. When we went for it was like your birthday or no, it wasn't your birthday. It was like Blaine's birthday, Eric's birthday, Cole's birthday. Yes. And they like rented a lake house. This was I think 2020, right? Or like 2021. It was like during the pandemic, but things were like a little better at the time. And it was, it like, was the summer after vaccines came out. It was the yes. sweet summer after vaccines. When things were like starting to get before, better. Before Omicron. Before it was before Omicron. And I think it was also right before Delta too. Maybe. I don't remember that. I just remember that it was like I got like my I got my first vaccine in like April, and then it was like three months of bliss until December, or say three months of bliss of like that summer was like yeah. Yeah. Yay, we're back. <laughs> Double tongue job. No, it was like really fun times, like <laughs> yeah. having like all that summer. And that was when it was. But yeah, that but yeah, lake like, house. They had they had rented a giant lake house and like invited a bunch of people over um for like the weekend essentially. Yeah. And like people stayed over and like, there was like a pool and there was tons of food and it was like this whole house that they had rented. And like that slaps. Yeah. That is like the best way to spend time as like an adult with your friends. It it was a it was a blast. I will say though, having gone like two years without drinking any alcohol. Cause I'm totally a social drinker. I don't drink alone at home. Same. So I was like, I was like, I'll have a few bit just off. Felt like absolute garbage. You fell asleep day. on the couch I, at one point. Yeah, of course I did. Of course. Oh <laughs> man. You're talking, you're talking to Mr. Sleep on the couch. I was just like, dad I'm, mode activated. Yeah, I, truly. It's just like, Oh wait, is that a low TV playing like a, an old eighties action movie over there? Good night. <laughs> on a leather yeah. couch in a hot day. <laughs> yeah, on a hot day. <laughs> oh man. Have yeah. any of you guys ever, um, rented out a cabin in the middle of winter? With like a hot tub outside. Shit. I've, I've never done, done the, the hot tub on a cold day. I, mm. I have done a hot tub, like on a snowy, yes. frozen day. Is it nice? Yeah, it's it's it something different. Yeah, it's something different. Oh, it's real I feel like nice. getting out yeah. would be miserable. Oh, but you build up so much heat. Yeah. yeah you just like warm. Like internal. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, and, yeah. Oh. Yeah. I got. So, don't. I mean, don't. Go ahead, no, go don't ahead. dawdle and like spend a, <laughs> an hour outside. Right. But you can make your way back inside, no problem. No, it's not like the second you get out, you're like. Yeah fortunate enough to do that one time um when i was like 18 19 mm. uh one of my friends running out of cabin and just invited us up um just like sporadically and we went up there and it was probably one of the most fun and relaxing times just being able to do that but if it's snowing outside make sure you jump in the snow before you jump in the hot tub yeah big time oh yeah yeah, yeah. go make a snow angel with yeah. like just like a swimsuit on and then and then jump in and it feels wonderful. And did yeah. you know uh, something? You can use snow to dry off. That's something that I did huh? not. Because the water that's on your body, like, will... It, it, it'll it attach to the it'll snow? It'll attach to the snow, and then you brush the snow off. So you can weirdly dry off with snow. It's kind of crazy. Interesting. Um, you have to magical. do it quickly, though. You can't just, like, leave it on your body. But yeah. you can essentially dry off snow. 
This episode of the Receive Podcast sponsored by Sunday. Seems like every spring I find myself standing in the store wondering which products won't use harmful chemicals on my lawn. When I do find seemingly all-natural products, they usually cost a small fortune. Well, that's where Sunday Lawn Care comes in. Right now, you can get your very own customized plan at GetSunday.com slash Rooster. Uh, let's be honest, I, I kind of really have no idea what I'm doing when it comes to like taking care of my lawn or the outdoor stuff. And I, I have, you know, uh, a, a dog that I let out onto the lawn. So I'm always worried about, you know, what's my dog getting into if I treat my lawn with anything. And I love Sunday because uh, it's it's all great, all natural. And you get a product that's formulated specifically for where you live. Like you put your address in and they send you something that is hyper specific to your location lots of times you get something you're like i don't know this is this is right for my region here in texas it gets really hot in the summer uh so it takes all the guesswork out so you know you're getting something that works and something that's safe and you don't have to make any trips to the store or haul heavy bags and sunday products ship straight to your home as long as you have a hose guess what you're good to go you can fertilize your whole lawn in less time than it takes to watch an episode of your favorite tv show no harsh chemicals no long waiting periods or trying to keep your kids and pets off the lawn simply apply let it dry Boom, you're back to enjoying your yard. Sunday doesn't only have high quality products, but it's also super affordable. Some lawn care services cost more than $1,500 a year, but Sunday's full season plan started just $109. And Sunday's offering our listeners 20% off full season plan starting at just $109. So you get 20% off when you visit getsunday.com slash rooster at checkout. That's 20% off your custom plan at getsunday.com slash rooster. This episode of the Receipt Podcast is sponsored by Stamps.com. 2023 is already well underway, so don't wait any longer to level up your small business. Set yourself up for success this year. Stamps.com lets you print your own postage and shipping labels right from your home or office. Best part is, it's ready to go in minutes, so you can get back to running your business sooner. You can get access to USPS and UPS shipping services you need to run your business right from your computer anytime, day or night. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. You know how I feel about lines. I hate them. I'm not afraid to say it. And if you sell products online, Stamps.com seamlessly connects with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Stamps.com has really made the world of mailing easier than ever, so I can get back to the fun stuff that I want to do. I've been talking about them for a long time, but it's, but it's because they're really that good. For me to talk about them, and I can't say enough good things about Stamps.com. I'm glad there are services around, because they really cut my headache down when it comes to shipping just about anything. Even just mailing regular letters, even just that, even if that's something you do. Stamps.com's got you covered. Uh, that's why Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses for 25 years. So set your business up for success when you get started with Stamps.com today. Sign up with promo code ROOSTER for a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter code ROOSTER. Hey, everyone. Did you know that this year is Rooster Teeth's 20th anniversary? That's right. 20 years! Whether you've been with us for 20 years or 20 days or 20 hours or 20 minutes, we couldn't have gotten here without your support. So to show our appreciation, we're making 20 special anniversary episodes from some of your favorite shows to celebrate our 20-year history. If you've only been here 20 seconds, you probably don't have a favorite show yet, but you'll get there. Uh, best part is, they're all mystery surprise videos. Every Friday, a mystery video will be available on roosterteeth.com just for first members, and the title of the video will be revealed on Saturday and made available for everyone the following week. We love giving out surprises, but we couldn't keep everything secret for the whole 20 weeks of anniversary episodes. So to kick off our anniversary, we're going to tell you what four of the episodes will be. Get excited for a new special episode of Rage Quit. That one just came out. Uh, Chump, Master and Apprentice, and Camp Camp. Uh, that's all you get for now. Well, I guess you also know by now that Awu was the first one. Uh, so tune in to Roosterteeth.com every week to see what the other uh, episodes will be. Maybe your favorite series will return. Maybe it won't. Hey, only one way to find out. So we're incredibly thankful to you for your support over these last 20 years. We hope you're as excited about all this uh, as we are about to make all these awesome shows.
after so after speaking of to tie it all back after the the snowstorm of two years ago i think was like mm-hmm. you know the, the big snowstorm of two years ago treated myself with a little uh airbnb stay out in fredericksburg and it was still cold it was still it wasn't you know mm-hmm. power out cold but it was still cold treated myself to a little uh little airbnb stay out in fredericksburg that had a hot it was still cold had a hot tub outside tv adjacent sitting out in the cold in a hot tub watching the simpsons <laughs> that's a dream it's a dream. Like, what, what else do you need? That was it. That was, I, I, and <laughs> I bought a bunch of candy. <laughs> I, had a, I, had a real, I had a real treat myself, uh, a real kid what, what, treat. What are we talking? Are we talking chocolate? Are we talking uh, gummy bears? Are we... Oh, oh, cuss. <laughs> the whole spread. I mean, it really was just like, I had uh, the Nerds Gummy Clusters, elite mm. candy, elite candy, the Nerds Gummy Clusters. Also, they don't make them anymore, but the Black Forest Gummies had juicy bears, which were juice, were gummy bears with like a little juicy, like liquid center. Oh, incredible. They don't make them anymore. Oh, yeah, sure. Kudu, you're bored of sweets. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, I had a real, had a real spread. It was, yeah, it was real, it was real, real snack time. It was, yeah, it was nice. But yeah, uh, hot tub when it's cold or when it's snowing, it is absolutely a different my, beast. It's my mistake, incredible. I've only done it once. My mistake is uh, I did it years ago. We, we did an event at Park City during Sundance. My mistake was that I started drinking. Uh, I got really drunk and then I got in the hot tub. Oh, and then you felt even worse. Which, yeah, like amplifies it oh, and makes yeah. it oh, no. a million times worse. I was just young and dumb and had no idea. Mm-hmm. That was a fucking long night. You didn't vomit in the hot tub, did you? No. no. Okay. That was it. As long as you didn't do that, it was like a sin. I, I made it yeah. back to the bathroom in the condo. I, I is this the same I, one where you pissed into the snow? I pissed on a snowman. Yeah, uh, you pissed uh, on a snowman. Yeah, I dissolved a How snow. Dare you? I dissolved a snowman with my piss. <laughs> oh, snowman! <laughs> As the creator was walking by. Uh, wow. Made it back wow. to our room uh, and went into the bathroom to vomit. Uh, locked the door, passed out, and spent all night uh, on the floor of the bathroom. Uh, Woo! Not good times. Not good time. It was a good time when you were yes. in it, in, yes. the, in the moment. Yes. Be very the careful after. about drinking and then getting into a hot tub is the moral of the story. You don't drink much anymore, do no, you? No, I don't really drink at all. Yeah. I, I, I feel like getting super drunk and getting in a hot tub is like, how people fucking die. Like, yeah, I think so. I, like, yeah. you hear about people, like, having, like, either, like, not even just, like, drowning, but also, like, having cardiac events yes. in hot tubs because you get super hot and are also... Dehydrated and like, there's some like it, real like, di- bad. It dilates your blood vessels as well. Or, yeah, yeah, there's some bad, com- bad combo of like getting super fucked up and then getting a hot tub. That's that's not even just like oh, I fell asleep, passed out, and yeah. drowned. It's like something bad. Yeah, like you could die. Yeah, yeah <laughs> don't yeah, do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. learn from our, learn from our mistake. Well, learn from my mistake. <laughs> do not do that. Gus's in particular. Oh, and I had had. I don't remember where we, we got this, but uh, we had eaten at like that night. We had eaten at a Mexican restaurant in Park City. And we, like as an appetizer, we'd gotten like the queso flameado, which is like oh, this oh, melty, stringy best. cheese. It's the best. It's, oh my and, God. It's, and I'd eaten a ton of it. So when I started vomiting later that night, no. it all came no. back was up. There, was, like, was there chorizo mixed in? Yes, yes there was. Oh, and man. it was so oh, nasty man. coming back up. Oh. <laughs> oh. It was so bad. You brought up that cheese and I went, oh, that sounds so good. I'm so hungry. Immediately gone. Oh, man. It is yeah. God, I haven't had I haven't had queso flamiado in so long. It is so, it's so good. good. This is one of my dad's absolute favorite things. But yeah, mixed in because like they bring it to you and the cheese is on fire. Yes. Like it's flame, literally flaming, and it like melts down, and then you mix it with like tortillas and the oh with the chili. So that again, an amazing thing to eat 
absolute horror show i can imagine coming back up what it's a like, nightmare it's like this just like imagine all of this is melted cheese yeah that looks delicious yeah, yeah. but, but not coming back up but it's like it's 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 not like a queso it's not like a liquidy thing like it's, it's something that has to be on fire literally when they bring it to you because it's like a low it's just a low melting point cheese yeah. so it does recongeal pretty quickly so that's why they bring it to you fleming so you can eat it kind of in a semi-liquid state very fast it's the fucking best. Yeah. Oh, so good. Man, I am hungry. Though. I need to try this now. I'm so hungry. So good. I don't know any place here in Austin. I feel like I haven't seen that on a menu in years. Does Fonda San Miguel do it? I feel like they that would. That feels like something they would have there. Fonda San Miguel? La Fonda San Miguel. It's like the best Mexican oh. food restaurant in It's over Austin. on North Loop. It's not too far. It's not too okay. terrible. It's, it's, it's amazing. It's really good. It's a really good Mexican food restaurant. It's like, it's like a... I don't know. It's a weird. It's a. It's kind of a weird beast because they they do best green enchiladas. Oh my gosh, they're so good. Uh, this is just food chat. Welcome to Foodcast. Yeah, uh, where we're talking about our favorite places in town. But like, that's always been the RT podcast. Thing. You guys <laughs> used to talk about where you wanted to go get lunch every time. Yeah. So they have a queso fundido, which is essentially the same thing. Fundido. Yeah, because it's it's weird. It's like high, It's like a higher end Mexican food restaurant, but it's still somehow like. Feels very homemade, very interior Mexican mm. food. Yeah, it's really good. Um, but yeah, I don't know any other places besides that that would do flamiado. Like mm -mm. last time I had it was in San Antonio. That feels like a San Antonio thing. Yeah. What was the thing you were telling me about again? Uh, again the slammer. Guys? Slammers. God. What? What? You, you ever been now? at a Southside Market barbecue? No. What? Uh -huh. What? It's no. a barbecue place around Elgin, but there's one here in. There's at least one in Austin. There's one over in the Arbor Walk by Mighty Fine. Mm -hmm. Uh, and they have something called a slammer, which is a jalapeno that's been cut open, stuffed with cheese and sausage, and then all of it wrapped in bacon. And it's like the size of my fist. Mm -hmm. uh, and and it hits you. It's really good. Yeah. The problem good. is that it's so big and dense. The first time I ordered it, I didn't realize how big and dense it was. So I ordered like all my food. Like, yeah, give me a half pound of brisket. Give me the beans. Give me, you know, the bread. Give me, you normally give me a slammer. Yeah. And then give me a slammer too. You're like, oh shit, I just ordered two meals. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just... But now you got two meals. Now you got leftovers. Yeah. Uh, Best part of ordering too much food. Yeah, I talked about the last. Two I was minutes. on off topic a couple of weeks ago. It's it's really good if you get a chance to. Uh, if you're at Southside Market, if you come here for RTX this July seventh and ninth, uh, visit <laughs> Southside Market. Get yourself a, a slammer. There's like what it looks like. Uh, yeah, see, it looks good, and I thought about it because yeah. I saw a video on Salt Lake Barbecue, which mm -hmm. I hear about a lot here. But that's I've like never out been. in Lockhart, right? Uh, um, uh, it's in Driftwood. Driftwood. Oh. Yeah, and uh, that looked really good, and I was like, oh, Gus was talking about. I was like, I was just thinking about barbecue. I was like, he was talking about someone was like, like a, I couldn't remember what it was. I, and the slammer. I also talked about the smoked potatoes at Rudy's. Oh yeah. Which oh are, which yeah. Really actually, good. I've been fucking elite. Okay. I'm getting really. I've been getting into those lately. I oh, question posed to the group. Here we go. Yes, sir. <laughs> potato egg and cheese taco. You're getting a breakfast taco. It's a yeah. potato egg and mm -hmm. cheese. How do you like your potatoes in that taco? Now, if I had a taco truck. I would have potato. I would offer potatoes two ways. One, doing like the kind of cubed, just kind yes. of straight potatoes. Mm -hmm. But then I would also offer hashed brown potatoes, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. really hash brown, like chop style, like kind of like yeah. laid flat. Because like, so my question is, how do you like your potatoes? And because they it comes in a bunch of different ways. So but. usually, what I get is it's like the cubed potatoes that yeah. are a little bit soft. Yeah. Yes, um, yes, yes. Almost like boiled potato mm -hmm. kind of flavor. Mm -hmm. But it's so much smarter to do a hash brown kind of thing. Maybe not as crispy as a lot of hash browns, maybe just a little bit softer mm -hmm. because then you're getting a more even, like I find when I chew onto the cubed potato, it kind of slips out sometimes. Yeah. Or you just get like a weird corner of one. Sure. But that would be like a perfectly like coated potato burrito thing. I, yeah. I love diced potatoes in 
uh, breakfast tacos, yeah. but I a lot of places make them too big. Like they're too yes. big of a dice. Yeah. And yeah. so like if they made them smaller, like uh, like I I love like really small dice like breakfast potatoes. Like home fries. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, home, yeah. home fried diced potatoes. Yeah, yeah. 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 If, if they were small, perfect. Yeah, because right? it gives you like that ha that hash brownie feeling as well. Exactly. Right. And I I I, like, I think also doing it hash brown style gives you that crispy like texture that like in a potato egg and cheese you're eating three. Almost liquid, that like you're liquid eating very, very, very soft things. Here's here's the here's the way I do it. I prefer the dice, like Joe's talking about. Sure. Except when I make them, I do the potatoes in an air fryer with a small dice. That way, they end up really crispy, mm -hmm. and you still get that crispy texture, but keep the small diced aspect of a potato. Man knows what he's doing. Mm -hmm. that's, that's, <laughs> that's, that is the way to do it. That, that yeah. is that is the best way because otherwise, it does end up mushy, like you're talking about. Yeah. Um, why don't we have like mashed potatoes in there? Why don't I, let's, just, let's just do something crazy. Oh, interesting. Uh, 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 Taco Deli does mashed potatoes. Do they? Taco Deli's uh, potatoes are mashed potatoes in their, uh, yeah, in their potato, uh, potato egg and cheese. I feel like they're mashed potatoes. What? Yeah. I feel oh. like. Yeah. You would need something texturally different though. Like maybe throw some like chicharrones in there or something. <laughs> oh, yeah, would, there we go. Oh, that would taste yeah, really good. Ooh, mashed potatoes feels like it's too creamy. Mm -hmm. Like I do like the idea of having consistency in the potato, but like that's just too, although it probably tastes delicious. I, I Chad, if you're out there, correct me. I'm pretty sure Taco Deli does uh, mashed potatoes in their potato. That's in their potato egg and cheese. Deli. Just a mashed potato taco just sounds like like a go-gurt taco. <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah, exactly. Like a go-gurt taco. Um, <laughs> mm, breakfast. Um, yummy. Yum so I do like a good bean and cheese though. Hard to beat. Hard to beat. Really a hard a to good beat. bean and cheese breakfast taco. Oh. I was gonna I, I was gonna pose another question to the group along and I don't even know I don't know that I have an answer to this, but seeing that slammer peeked into my mind, do you have a favorite or what is a memorable like original food that a restaurant created? Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like do you have do you have a favorite like or the like, blooming ooh. onion from Yeah, something that's that was like is like we invented this this at this here restaurant. Um I don't know why I did it in that so, voice, but like <laughs> I, I've got a, a very onion. I've, I've got an answer that kind of cheats the the nature of the question. Um, <laughs> when I grew up, I grew up on the border, like we said, out kind of in a small town in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Across from us in Mexico was the restaurant that invented nachos. Like, uh, so I used to go there and eat there all the time. Oh, hell, yeah. So it's like, what? yes, nachos, because I used to eat them at the restaurant where it's like, they invented it. Uh, wow. So that's like, that's why I say it's kind of the cheap sure, answer to but, your question. But very good. But they yeah. did uh, invent the nacho there. I, they didn't invent it, but it was one of their specialties that they used to have, which I'm still bitter about the fact that they took it off their menu. The Alamo Draft House used to have a green chili mac and cheese. Oh, Holy yeah. yes. On their menu. And it was the fucking best thing you could get there. And they took it off the menu. Like well, First, they changed it into like a smaller portion that wasn't as good. Yep. But I was like, okay, at least you're still getting something. And then they just completely removed it. I don't know if it was like too hard to make. Well, I feel like, like they, they've changed the menu. They've scaled it back since COVID. I mean, I think yeah, significantly. With, yeah, uh, I think they're maybe starting to branch out a little more back to where it was before. I think they were just trying. They were in survival mode. I, it was. It was a. It was a mac and cheese that came in a skillet, and it had like breadcrumbs oh. and like green chilies, and it was like so fucking good. We need to yeah. stop talking about food. I'm I so know. Hungry. This is really it's dinner really time. Yeah. Was, uh, across from our old, when our old office used to be downtown uh, at like Seventh and Congress, uh, across from us was the Roaring Fork, which is a, a restaurant. It was in the lobby of what was the Stephen F. Austin Hotel. They renamed it something different now. Uh, the Roaring Fork is still there, uh, but they have a green chili pork stew, oh. which is fucking phenomenal and it's so good and they'll serve it to you with like a side of warm tortillas Ooh, they have amazing. a good cedar plank salmon at Ooh. that place too I, I don't eat fish but yes i do know plenty of people who eat it and say that it's phenomenal you don't eat fish not really no did i not know that about you 
Uh, you eat sushi? I eat sushi, but I don't eat like cooked cooked fried fish, fish or mm. stuff like that. Oh, like, disgusting. Don't, do you, you're not a Long John Silver's. Uh, <laughs> no. uh, it might be Long John Silver's that turned me off of fish. <laughs> very well, Fair very enough. possible. Yeah. Um, now for a word from our sponsor, Long John Silver. <laughs> oh, no. um, do you guys have Perkinan? Um, Mine's not going to be nearly as fancy, but it's something that's very homey to me. Yeah. Sure. A Mexican pizza from Taco Bell. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that, that's why I posted, like, I, 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 there's a question, it's like an original creation from a restaurant. And it can be like a fast food. Like, yeah. I mean, me yeah, absolutely. Dude, there's just something about the Mexican pizza. It's so simple. It's really not all that great, but then when you eat it, you're like, oh, this is, this is great. No, it's, <laughs> oh, no, I mean. When you're in the mood for Taco Bell. It fucking slaps. Nothing mm -hmm. else hits. Yeah. Like, like, Nothing does fourth meal like Taco Bell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there is there there is something I mean, like it, it truly there are a few things like that where it's like, I know this I know this sucks, but this is like I want to bite nostalgia. Like I want to taste yep. like a time, place, and like something very specific. And I feel like, yeah, that, that that's that's that hits in that in that ballpark. Absolutely. For sure. Did yeah. you answer? Yeah, did you have a? An answer That's why I said I don't know that I have. Like I don't know. I, I posed the question, but I didn't. I don't know if I had an answer myself. And I'm trying to think of something that's like, again, feels a little bit more like like a, a restaurant that created the thing. Like where it's like uh, it might not be an original food, but it's like a, a twist on it. Um, I feel like I had. Oh, you know, what? I mentioned this on the podcast a, a while ago, but there was a breakfast place in here in town. That used to be, oh, it was on the pancake. It was on the the pancake podcast. Mm -hmm. There was a pan. There was a, a a brunch place in town that used to uh, crumble up cinnamon toast crunch in oh. their waffle batter, and that's like one of those things. It's like that's not on a rid. Like it's not every, the, everyone. They've had waffles for hundreds of years, but it was like ah, this is like cool, interesting take on it. That like oh oh, I love it. So good, cinnamon toast crunch in your waffle batter. Also, hot tip. Make waffle batter the night before. It's better when it sits in the freezer or in the refrigerator yeah. overnight. Mm -hmm. Same thing if you make cookies. If yeah. you make the dough and then let it sit uh, in the fridge yeah. for at least a couple hours, 24 hours sure. if possible, when you uh, scoop it out and, uh, and bake it, so much better. Yeah. Have you guys, uh, are you guys big breakfast people? I'm not. Love it. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, it depends. Time. Yeah, I'm not like much, like I never really eat breakfast, but like a good brunch. I'll eat. Have you guys ever tried a place called Snooze? Yeah. Okay. Do you like Snooze? It's fine. Have you ever had their giant pancakes? No. No. You haven't? It? It's the best thing at Snooze. Oh, really? They've got like, so they, they, they always got these like special flavors and like the pancakes are huge. They're like this thick. Oh, so they're thick. But they're super airy. Super airy and light. So does it feel like heavy on your stomach when you're eating it? Uh, not really. No, wow. I mean like, but like their pancakes are really good. If you've gone to Snooze and you haven't tried their pancakes, you should try their pancakes. Yeah, I don't, I don't usually, uh, it's always a toss up whenever I go for like a breakfast or a brunch because like, you want like the eggs and bacon and stuff mm -hmm. like that. But I'm also like, I do want the French toast or the pancakes or like the, the sweet things. Mm -hmm. I just thought of mine. Sorry. I, you yeah. know, I said cinnamon oh, yeah, yeah. crunch because uh, it cute, the waffle cute it off. There was a place, I haven't had it in a long time, but there was a food truck uh, down on West, I'm oh, sorry, East uh, East 6th before it became <laughs> a, a, a whole other city. Um, yeah. <laughs> there was a food truck that would do chicken and waffle tacos. So oh. it would be a waffle or that they would fold in half, put chicken, and it had like Dude. syrup. Yeah. And it's syrup. What was it called? And hot sauce in it. That's the, genius. The, Crispy, sweet, savory, had the like fat from because it was like dark meat chicken. Yeah. I might just it was make I've, that. I've eaten that. That's yes. Delicious. What was that place called? I can't remember. I can't remember either. It's been so long. But yeah, I remember it was a like food truck? it was a food truck, and I remember I would every time I would go to East they, East Side, I would get it. If I remember right, 
Food they truck. were one of the original food trucks at RTX 2011 when we were in the field. It was one of the trucks. I want to say it was one of the trucks that 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 did show up. Food truck Austin, wa chicken waffle taco waffle taco. Let's see if Google could help me out here. Uh, incredible. Chat GPT. <laughs> it's if it's not open it was, anymore. It though, was, I don't was know. it a red truck? It was a red truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was it? It wasn't Torchy's, was it? No, no, no. no. Although Torchy's did a version of it. And it's no. It's uh, there's a Velvet Taco. No. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's not open anymore. I don't know if I'll be able to find it. <laughs> I feel like, I you think you think like oh the hot sauce and the maple syrup, you think it wouldn't work? No, I'd be wrong. That. It fucking absolutely fucking slaps. It's incredible. Yeah, it's that's great. genius. I'm gonna do that. I feel like it could also work with a pancake too. You could do it with a pancake. Like fold a pancake in half with the chicken there. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes what I do if I go to brunch with some friends. Like, everyone will order their food. I'm like, should we get a French toast for the table? Because everyone wants a little bit of sweet. Of course. And so we usually get, like, either pancakes or French toast, like, for the table so everyone can kind of share. Have you had the French toast bites at Easy Tiger? Yes. No. They are good. They are good. good. Yeah. Yeah, Those are real good. That's a a real, like, get one for the table. Get a couple for the table. Yeah. Because it's perfect because they are a little, like, it's, like, little, like, baguette medallion type, like, style, like, slices. What was it? Okay. Lucky Jay's chicken and waffle. Lucky Jay's. Lucky Jay's. God, that Lucky was some Jay's serious detective work to get that figured out. Are they open anywhere no, in this place? They're gone. Oh, okay. no. R.I.P. That Pour was one the little, out. The little red trailer. Pour one uh, out for Lucky Jay's. Man, that was good. Oh, that was going to bother. I was going to be a, a laying in bed like at 3 a.m. <laughs> what the fuck was that place called? <laughs> we'll take Andrew's uh, cinnamon toast crunch waffles. Make that the outside. And then we'll get fried chicken and put it in. Oh my God! You and, just blew my mind. <laughs> and then I'll sprinkle in a some green chili mac and cheese. <laughs> green chili mac and cheese. Man and was not meant to fly so high. Top it all off, a slice of a Mexican pizza. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you were talking about a, a thick pancake. We did the pancake podcast a couple months ago. Ooh. We made a uh, uh, a rice cooker pancake, which ended up being super thick. But oh. the problem was, it was our first attempt at doing it. It was just so bland. Ooh. It was just so there was like, like no flavor. In no, it. Nothing, nothing complex to it. It's like, oh, we should have put some fruit in there. Or we should have like, I think also spiced it up or seasoned it up the, or done something. The, the batter ratio was maybe off. Something was off about it. Yeah, we just how, took. How thick was this pancake? Was it like actually? Oh, oh no, yeah, it was like small it, town it phone book like thick. Cake. Yeah, it was, it was, it was like a whole cake that we baked. But it, yeah. there was something about it. Was it wasn't even just like the it was bland. There was something about <coughs> the flavor of it that was also like. It, it off. was just very one note. It was yeah. just very, yeah. and it was a lot of it. it was was just, it browned on the bottom? Yeah. Okay. And on the top. It was almost mm-hmm. like it almost had like a crust. It was so cooked. Yeah, it was like a little tough to cut into. Truly cake-like. I mean, really, Truly. really putting the cake in pancakes. See, like I those. want to learn how to make those Japanese pancakes, the <laughs> ones that are like super airy and like really jiggly. Ooh, yeah. I've never had. I want to. I want to learn how to make those, and then if I learn it, I'll bring them, and then you guys can try them. I, I went oh, to a yes. place. Pocket, po- uh, pancake podcast two point <laughs> I went to a place. Uh, one of the times I was in Tokyo and I had those. It was what was the place called? Um, Went to a place out there, and yeah, I had some of those there. Mm-hmm. So fucking good with like that homemade whipped cream that you can tell like yep. they just whipped up and put on top. Oh, so fucking good. Man, I'm so hungry. I need to stop talking, man. I'm so, I'm so hungry. Oh. Uh, really, really like uh, working ourselves into a lather over all this, uh, with all this food talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I, I keep seeing so many videos of food in Japan, and it, like, I already wanted to go there super bad, but now I'm just like, I feel like I need to add another week onto the trip just to try out the food places I want to go to. See, I was fortunate enough to grow up, like, uh, 
with Korean and Japanese food. So it's yeah. like, I see a lot of that stuff. I'm oh, like, man, shit. that looks good. But it just, it, a lot of it is like nostalgic for me. You know? Oh, yeah, see? Looks so come on. They're so like thick and fluffy. Man, I might have Flippers. to go to Kirby Lane for dinner. <laughs> Get some a breakfast for dinner kind of situation. I love a breakfast for dinner. Oh, yeah. I love a breakfast Every for dinner. Every now and then Trevor and I will do that where I'm just like, what do you want for dinner? And he's like, I don't know. What do you want? I'm like, I can make some like bacon and pancakes. And some love eggs, it. and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, I love making breakfast." Destiny, Destiny, and I always like usually eat this, um, basically like a scramble. Mm. Um, it's just like potatoes, onions, garlic, and then like we'll throw in like breakfast sausage and an egg. Oh, and I don't know so if you guys good. like hot sauce in your breakfast. Oh. I love hot sauce. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cholula will probably be the best one. For I do me, love Cholula. I love Cholula. I like tap like uh, uh, not uh, I don't tapatio is a different kind of spice, but like Tabasco. In breakfast foods is also pretty good. I'm not a. I like Valentina. Yellowbird's so good. Yellowbird's really good. Valentina is my like table salsa. Like of the like Mm. of the Cholula Tapatio like bottle table salsa. Valentina is where it's at. I like Cholula. I think the best for like a breakfast kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but. I like Frank's red hot sauce a lot too. I do like Frank's. Sure. Frank's is actually Frank's, quite yeah. good. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I'll put that in my mac and cheese sometimes and just mix it up. But that sounds delicious. Another original creation. I say original creation. It's just the, the, their take on something. But Magnolia uh, Pancake House here in uh, Austin had something I love. Uh, I mean, maybe it's still on their menu. I haven't been in a while. But it was ne- Neptunian Landscape, which was like bed of home fried potatoes, cheese, fried eggs, more cheese, Hell and yeah. then green chili like a green chili sauce on top and oh so good get that get that with like a side of a couple tortillas chef's kiss baby, baby you got a stew going uh, <laughs> <laughs> this all sounds so when, good when are we done uh, i mean uh, when, when, I'm, just, I'm so hungry we got like 15 more minutes. joe's looking over me i'm turning into a giant turkey leg uh. <laughs> I know we we clearly are hungry people. We've been talking about food for like an hour of this hour and twelve minute podcast so far. Oh, food's so good. I know that, that, that's like I feel like whenever I travel, that's the goal is to eat new food or things that I can't get back home. Yeah, like that's the only that's like that's the big reason for me to travel. It's like I want to eat something I can't fucking eat back home. Mm-hmm. We really lucked out that something that actually keeps us alive can be so good. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Oh, that's a nice way of putting it. I also think that, like, food is the best way to peer into many cultures, Mm -hmm. in my opinion. Uh, And so, like, yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. I want to just travel just to eat. It's always been my goal. (laughs) Hell yeah. I'm all about it. Uh, Like, I keep... uh, I love spreadsheets. Spreadsheets are great for everything. I keep, like, a spreadsheet of, like, different cities and places I want to eat in each of them. Mm -hmm. It's like if I see a place online, like, oh, I need to add that to the spreadsheet. Boom. And, like, whenever I go there, it's like, oh, I want to eat something. Let's see. What haven't I eaten? Boom. There we go. I so when I road trip to Portland over the summer, I uh, Bill Oakley, former Simpsons writer, now like just like uh, TikTok, Instagram food guy, does like reviews food, fantastic, really funny, and has some interesting takes. He lives in Portland, um, and like hit me to a bunch of spots I would never have like thought to try when I was there. And I think we talked about the. I think I talked about this with. I can't remember if it was on the podcast, but sandwich in Portland, sandwich. best pastrami sandwich <gasps> in the Dude, world. A, nothing beats a good pastrami sandwich. It will. Bl- 
unreal. I could not believe it. sandwich in Portland. If you're not, and the next time you're there, this is holy some free crap. This is some free advertising. Are you looking at the photos? Yeah, this looks amazing. I don't think I've maybe, had maybe, a the best, maybe the best maybe the best sandwich really I've yeah, ever now had. Now we know where to go to get you mm -hmm. one. Yeah, it's been. I think it's been years since I've had a good like pastrami sandwich. I say, um, there's a bagel place not too far from here called Nervous Charlie's that has a good hot pastrami sandwich. Oh, okay. We they serve do that. it on a bagel. We should. This this looks incredible. Nuts. No, it's, Every, I, I, everything on this sandwich website. Yeah, so the oh and, and my they're, god, they're, huh? Seriously, falling off the bones it's here. It's unbelievable. Oh. And I was one of those things where it's like, oh my god. I I got I got it. I I, I was there for a, I was there for a few weeks, but I got it two times, like uh, uh, one day after the other. I got it two two days in a row for lunch because that's how good it is. Yeah, <laughs> I don't blame you. It's oh, uh, mm, have you guys yeah. ever had Japanese sandwiches before? No. Do you know what I'm talking about? Dude. No. So, I bet I bet Gus has. You, okay, so Gus, you know what I'm talking yes, about. Yes, the, the the last time I went to Japan, mm -hmm. uh uh I saw a picture online that someone had just posted. It was just their hand with a sandwich mm -hmm. and I thought that sandwich looks so good and there was no context to it. No like mm -hmm. no listing of where it was from. I like reverse Google image search it. Like I scoured the web <laughs> and I found, "Oh, it's this place in Kyoto." It's like I went out of my way to go eat this sandwich because I saw someone post a fucking picture of it randomly online so there is um there is because like i was just looking around what's in austin because i haven't really explored austin too much after being here yeah mm -hmm. um there is a guy here uh a japanese chef who owns his own business and he makes japanese sandwiches like chicken katsu sandwiches is this the, the place over on burnett like egg egg uh egg salad sandwiches like i don't if you don't know what a japanese sandwich looks like, it's just like the most perfect airy thing you've ever seen it just mm -hmm. looks so good um but yeah there is a guy here who does it I, it might be over yeah I, I just I been drove past that day a uh drove, just drove past that place a couple days ago it says like uh chu sando and omakase sando, yes and i was there like sando go. what yes. and I, yes. was, I got all super all they do excited is sell different kinds of japanese sandwiches they got like dessert uh, sandwiches I've, dessert seen, I've, seen, sandwich. I've seen those strawberry ones before mm -hmm. i've seen people get those at like different vending God machines or, or damn it and like, look at look, that they might be a little expensive but if it's the only one you can get only one you can try it might be yeah how do you get you it know? could you can, you you can have to order, order it because he like I guess he just makes a he makes a certain amount every day. Yeah, I'm gonna and do if that. it sells out, it sells out. First you, grab uh... and go Japanese sando shop in ATX. Mm -hmm. uh, Walk-ins welcome Wednesday to Friday, 10:30 a.m. to 2:30 p.m. It is open four fucking hours a day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, make that make that money. I'll send it to you, Mark. Yeah, please link it to me. It that so sounds good. amazing. I'm gonna go get it. Uh, I'm so happy you brought it up because I forgot uh, until right now because it was closed. I, mm -hmm. I, I I drove by after 2.30 p.m., mm -hmm. so I couldn't check it out. So, I was, oh, uh, fuck yeah. I had this really silly moment. I went to um, a Japanese mart somewhere um, in town and picked up some, like, random things, including some mochi, which I love. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And I brought it home, and I put the package down, and I went, I could read that. Oh, really? I know what that says, because I'm learning Japanese. Yeah. Um, even though mochi is just mochi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I, I knew what it was, but I was just like, mochi. <gasps> That's awesome. I know those letters and what they mean and what it says. So that was pretty cool. Did you get like mochi, just like regular mochi? Or it, was it like mochi ice cream? It was like, it was like a... Um, with red bean inside? Red bean. Oh. But it was like not cold. It was like the warm... I used to yeah. just eat... Um, I don't know if you guys have ever been to like Froyo places. Uh, but they used to have like... They always have like those little mochi... Um, not really balls, but like little little things of mochi. Yeah. yeah little mochi. I used to just buy those. Like my mom used to it's just so buy good. those when like we were younger. And we just eat 
like bags oh, worth God. of merch. It's, it's so satisfying. It's so good. It's gonna be so bad. Oh, it was terrible. It's terrible. It's terrible. It's just rice flour and basically sugar. <laughs> yeah, that's all you're eating. But it was so good, man. <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, it's addictively good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's why I got those little motion things, and I'm just like, they're just so satisfying to bite into and like it's just a little stretchy and it's like, it's mm -hmm. as much about the flavor as the texture oh for sure like it's just like there it's like a fit yeah the texture is is so huge mm -hmm. about mochi is what's, what's so because yeah. it, it really is truly like nothing else but i and just thought that was pretty cool see mochi Mochi. That's awesome. So it's, it's like a, it's like a sign of real progress, right? Yeah, well, where you could actually like identify letters and know what, how they sound. It's now another thing. I'm learning how to like introduce myself and mm. like ask people how they are and like where they're from and stuff like that. That's where it starts to get really complicated. <laughs> Rather than like I know the word for red and back yeah. and school and pencil and like and then, uh, and then i should construct a sentence right. it's very different yeah. yeah it's it it really like language stuff is really amazing because it especially when something clicks for you and, or where you can understand something speak something say something or read something it really is just like your brain doing a magic trick for you yeah, yeah. it has the same you're like but oh, also like there's it's so long and complicated sometimes in other languages too of like a simple sentence in english yeah like nice to meet you it's like it's like uh -huh. so long that's like one way it's all about it. the inflection in the voice too mm -hmm. yeah it's uh, uh it, 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 it's just uh, to say uh just yoroshku mm -hmm. which is like the same one it's not tonal though i don't think right so like um yeah. some languages like it's tonal so really depending on how you inflect or where you put the stress yeah means different things that that is the stuff that blows my mind i know I'm, I'm, but that being said, I'm happy that I grew up learning English because I feel like if you didn't know English from the get-go, it seems like a fucking nightmare to try to wrap your head around. You think so? Yeah, I guess there's a lot of like... Um, Exceptions to rules. Right. And like words that sound the same or spelled differently. Like something I, in Japanese that kind of threw me off is like there's kyo and kyu. One is today and one is the number nine. Mm-hmm. And so, like, when it was, like, telling me to, like, click the right one, I was just like, I thought that was what it was. And it's like, oh, no, that's today. This one's nine. But it mm -hmm. sounds so similar. Yeah. It's it's weird because I, I grew up listening to Japanese my entire life because my my family uh, are were, like, native Koreans who grew up in, in, and were raised in Japan. Mm. So, like, I feel like I have a mix of cultures in yeah. my family. But, like, they're, they feel more Japanese. I mean, they feel Korean. They always speak Japanese. But, like, Korean and Japanese are so similar. They have a lot of the same words. It's just that Japanese sounds out every single syllable. Yeah. Whereas, like, Korean, you kind of jumble some stuff together. Even though they're the same exact word, they just have like one has double the syllable. Like the word has like double the amount of syllables. Language is just so crazy. It's weird. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's <wild>. weird. <laughs> Language is weird. Yeah, definitely. Well, even like on a fundamental level, like sentence construction, or I think it even alters the way your brain is wired to think about things. Yeah. Um, it's 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 just really strange to me. Like you know, the only the thing I can really think about is like Spanish, like putting you know, Spanish versus English where in one of them you have your noun and then your descriptors and the other one you put your descriptors and then your noun yeah um and it's like oh I can see the bonuses or like the pluses and minuses to both of those approaches but one's not necessarily right or one's not necessarily wrong yeah it's just different ways to approach the same thing yeah it's also like the same thing with like rolling r's right like 
you like some some cultures grow up knowing how to like that's just how they talk is rolling the r's yeah. and then you have people who can't do it whatsoever because it's not or like, like in hebrew programmed the, the, well, the weird one to me you know speaking of korean is like how there's no f sound in korean no it's p yeah so it it's becomes a p, a p. yeah <laughs> anytime oh. there's an f it's a p it's uh so that's not coffee it's copy 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 oh wow which also if you say it if you say copy it's also nosebleed Oh, yeah. But like if you say coffee it, with a Korean accent, it also sounds like you're saying no, like like <laughs> like nosebleed. So. I think that's so funny. It's just <laughs> don't want to get those just... mixed up. Uh, something too that I'm I'm learning now with my Japanese lessons are like how to say different places in Japanese, mm-hmm. and most of them are just like the word in English, but like sounded mm-hmm. out. So like Paris is patty, and like Europe is Europa, mm-hmm. and America's America. And so it's like essentially yeah, the yeah. same thing. But then like I think it's Netherlands is Orando and uh the UK is Igirisu. So it's like oh. everything else is like with the just US the is Orando? America. Oh, sorry. Netherlands, Netherlands. is Orando. <laughs> and also you run into the issue of like whether they're pronouncing the English version of a country or like another language's version. Like I assume that's what Orando is for Netherlands. It must be like another country's yeah, way maybe. of saying it. Like Germany is not called Germany in, in Germany. It's, you know, Deutschland. Yeah. In Spanish, it's Alemania. Uh, it's like, <laughs> like you have different words for countries outside of the native language. And and Japan is Nihon. Mm-hmm. Um, and China, I think, is Chugoku. So it's like just trying to remember all those places too. But it's fun. It's fun learning. Man, that owl's your best friend, huh? Dude, <laughs> that owl is my best friend and my arch nemesis. Um, but it's it's actually very clever the way Duolingo does it because it's all gamified. And so like yeah, you have a way streak, to do it. you have a streak going. So if you don't practice, you lose your whole streak. I'm on like day like seventy eight now, I think, of my streak. So I'm just oh like, God. I can't fuck it up now. Yeah. That's a good way to do it. Um, there was actually, at, when we went to the premiere for mm-hmm. Evil Dead, the movie ended at like 11 something, mm-hmm. I think like 1130 or something. And I hadn't done my Duolingo yet. And so we were just in the lobby waiting to go outside. Holy and I'm just like, hold on real quick. Let me just quickly do my... Dedicated to the street. How long does it take? Um, You could do like a, a, like a quick lesson, like just reviewing your mistakes or something like that. So like you could like a minute or two and you could get caught up. But then, like, there's a leaderboard, and you have to be, like, in the top 10 to advance to the next section. And mm-hmm. so, like, you want to get your score up, and then, like, it'll notify you if someone jumped ahead of you. And it's just like, Peace. Does Duolingo teach Korean? I'm sure it does. Sure it does. Because I need to re-up on my Korean. It's a great tool for re, like, if you already know a language a bit, mm-hmm. and, like, refreshing yourself. I think learning from scratch is a bit challenging. Yeah, I can, I can understand Korean very well. I just cannot speak it anymore. Yeah. Um... I've just, I've just been, it's just been Americanized. It's gotten it's to the point where I've, uh, my, my, <laughs> I scare my in-laws sometimes because they don't, they don't really speak English. They only speak Korean. And I've been married for so long that mm-hmm. like they'll be talking in the car. Then I'll start laughing. And then like everyone will turn and look at me like, oh yeah, I guess I understood that. Sorry. <laughs> Do you, are you at the point now where you understand? <laughs> yeah. Every now and then like I'll, I'll be able to like dip in and out like, oh yeah, that was funny. Oh, well, that's oh cool. shit, sorry. <laughs> that's uh that's what's happening with, um. My uh, uh, two sisters who are married, and um, 
that's kind of what's happening with their husbands now where they're they're trying to learn korean oh really and so like when like they're talking with like my mom or something like they'll understand or they'll try and chime in with something yeah. it's really funny it's, it's, <laughs> wow. to, to make them laugh like i'm gonna be driving if someone cuts me off i'll like curse in korean and like they'll, they'll start laughing <laughs> they probably <laughs> they, love they that it's, they think it's really funny <laughs> um all right well let's wrap this up uh we're gonna go eat soon uh yeah. thanks for watching everybody we'll be back next week live again we'll see y'all then see ya bye goodbye